Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to the show. I, I, I got to tell you, what a way to kick off the show with this guest today. I'm so excited that he was our kickoff. But before I talk a little bit about him, I just want to say special shout-out to Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko, stay strong, lead on. I hope we have a, I know we'll have a great 2017. And a special thank you to our sponsors this year, one of which is new. Uh, Highmark has been a sponsor for the past several years, and this year AudioEye is also a sponsor of this show. So, Special thanks to both of you. Now, getting back to this show, <clears throat> I was thinking, wow, I want to start the year off with someone. Started off with a real powerhouse, someone really good. And when you know, I have that person because we have today the vice president and multi of multicultural affairs for the Marriott Corporation, Marriott International. But He is also a disability leader and just a really, really nice guy. I really like him a lot. Welcome to the show, Apoorva Gandhi. Thanks so much, Joyce. That's that's quite an intro, and I hope I can live up to your expectations. You must have been talking to my parents or something. They must have told you all those nice things about me. (laughs) No, but I know, you know, I met Apoorva at the USBLN, and he was sort of... uh, Master of Ceremonies. And, you know, he's so passionate about this. And as a woman living with epilepsy, of course, this is all a big deal to me. But he is just such a nice person. But before we talk more about you, since you are an executive at Marriott International, how about if we first talk about them, uh, you know, their size, locations. I know they own a lot of other uh, hotels, so I wanted to take a few moments to uh, talk about them first. Sure, absolutely. Well, first of all, Joyce, thanks so much for the opportunity, and Happy New Year to you and all of your listeners. We're, I'm really excited to uh, be on this uh, show and have this great opportunity to talk to everyone, and I do want to wish everyone a, a great 2017. Merritt International is the largest hotel company in the world, and we are so excited about that. We recently completed an acquisition of Starwood Hotels, uh, so now we are the largest hotel company in the world. We have about 6,000 properties in 120 countries, about 30 brands, and we are just so excited because what we think is that with this great merger, we're together, together we're better. And we are offering so many great choices for travelers of all types, uh, for all types of, of reasons, for whether it's a business travel, uh, for a business meeting, or leisure travel, or you want to have a great family vacation, uh, you want to have your quinceanera with us or your Indian wedding, we really strive to have a great choice for you. And uh, whether you are a Merit Rewards member or a Starwood Preferred Guest member, we're so excited to link those two plans together and do a status match, actually. So if you're platinum in one, you're platinum in the other. You can go to members.marriott.com, and they'll take care of you there. But we're just so excited about this uh, new beginning together, and it's going to be some great things uh, for everyone. And you do own a lot of other properties like uh, the Ritz-Carlton, correct? We do. So we manage uh, many different brands uh, from the luxury of the Ritz-Carlton or St. Regis to uh, some great lifestyle brands like Renaissance and AC Hotels and W, as well as some of our classic brands like Marriott Hotels and Resorts, Sheraton, uh, Courtyard, AC Hotels, I think I mentioned, Aloft, Element, Fairfield, all kinds of great brands, and we have something for everyone. So we think it's a, it's a great combination and something that's going to deliver a lot of value so that everyone can have a great stay uh, for whatever the reason they're traveling. And I must tell you something very important. I am a platinum member. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> we want to I roll love... out the red carpet for you every time. Yeah, no, they, you do. But I, I want to tell you one of the reasons I first you know, started going all the time to the Marriott. You know, I always tell people, 
businesses that hire people with disabilities or, you know, uh, focus on people with disabilities one way or another, that people, families and other people with disabilities have more of a tendency to go there. The Marriott is known in the disability community for being very disability-oriented from way back, and that is one of the reasons I first went to the Marriott. So, um, you know, you have a good organization. But you yourself, I know you have a personal interest Mm -hmm. in quality of life for Americans with disabilities that you shared with me. So I wonder if you take a few moments to talk about that uh, yeah. for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely, and, and I, I will do that. First of all, thanks for your kind comments about Marriott. You know, it, it's just so important to us that we take care of everyone, that everyone has a great experience with our company. It's part of our longstanding culture of putting people first. Um, we've been focused on that for decades, um, whether you work for us as a hardworking associate whether you do business with us as a supplier, uh, whether you own one of our hotels, or if you're uh, one of our many guests who uh, come to our hotels every day, it's really important to us that everyone has a great experience. You know, we talk about putting people first, and that means all people. And Mr. Marriott, from the get-go, has always said, if you take care of your associates, they'll take great care of the customers. And if you do that, the customer is going to keep coming back. And that's something that every one of us uh, every day uh, really strive for. And from a personal perspective, it's really important to me that we try and live that. Uh, my best friend uh, is deaf. I've known him since we were in diapers. <laughs> and he's, it's really important to me that he has a great quality of life and is able to have the same opportunities as anyone else. My daughter wears cochlear implants, and she's a great seven-year-old little little rebel girl who's going to change the world, and I want her to have the opportunities just like anyone else uh, to have a great life, have a great quality of life that meets and exceeds her expectations. So that's, that's part of what this is all about. Um, and when you really put people first, no matter what we do, it means all people. That's right, and I wish everyone thought that, but unfortunately they do not, but I know the Marriott does. Thank you. And I know you do. And, you know, when you were just talking about your daughter, I have to tell you, I say this so many times when I speak at a conference about why companies should employ people with disabilities. I always tell them, be careful who you say something to because so many people are parents of children with disabilities. And you give me the parent of a child with a disability, and I give you a fireball. Amen. Because nothing nothing gets the person, you know, just as you said, they want their child to have the same opportunities as anyone else would. Um, And I'm sure that hopefully many of our listeners know this, but if you don't, uh, Leah Katz-Hernandez is a beautiful young woman who is a person who is deaf, and she was the receptionist in the West Wing of the White House. Right. So I always tell, yeah, I always tell people, don't limit people. Sadly, you know, there are people that, that do, but we've hired many people who are deaf, and I'm very honored to be a trustee for the National Institute for the Deaf in Rochester, Mm-hmm. Um, and just as you said about your other friend, mm-hmm. you know, it's a person who is deaf or a person who is hard of hearing. That's right. Or a person living with epilepsy. But, you know, you're a person, period. And, and that's the way, you know, that people need to uh, look at this. But many do not. If, if they did, it wouldn't be that today, still today, 70% of people with disabilities are not even counted in the workforce, which to me is shameful. But obviously, you know, even people who are deaf constantly run into stigma. I have employees that tell me things every day that have happened to them. So, Apoorva, why do you think that is? Why do you think people from the deaf community run into this stigma? Sure. I mean, I think, you know, uh, many times it may be because people just don't recognize their abilities, what they can do, and instead may focus on um, what they deem as uh, what they can't do. 
And, you know, it's really important that we are focused on abilities because uh, many um, from whatever uh, walk of life or abilities that they do have really can generate strong engagement and success with their employers. And I think that if, if, uh, if everyone focused on that, that would really help at least move things slowly forward. Um, it is always a journey. Success is never final. But I think if we focus on what people can do, as opposed to the reverse, it, it might help. And as my good friend tells me, uh, Alok, he tells me, Alok Doshi, he tells me all the time, hey, look, I can do everything you can. I just can't hear. But I can still do everything you can. And I think it's really important that we focus on what people can do. And I'm hoping that if we all try that, that may uh, move us in the right direction. Right. Yes. Agreed. Um, okay. We have a caller on the line right now. Okay. Jill, are you on the line? I'm here. Hello. Happy New Year, Jill. Happy New Year. You have one of my favorite people on. <laughs> I recognize this voice. Hi, Jill. How are you? I'm good. Happy New Year, Aperva. Happy New Year. Thanks so much, Jill, for all your kindness and support. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on here. So, well, Jill, uh, how you, head of the HBLN, well, do you have... Uh, questions or comments, or do you want to just talk for a minute about what Apoorva has meant to you at the USBLA, which is, by the way, for everyone, United States Business Leadership Network, largest business trade organization uh, focusing on employment of people with disabilities. So go ahead, Jill. Well, um, thank you. Thank you, Joyce. And it's a real privilege to call in on your show um, you are uh, a true rock star, and um, you have a rock star on in Aperva. Aperva Gandhi is, uh, I, I just caught the tail end of him talking about focusing on abilities, and he is a, a leader that demonstrates through his, through his actions and his words um, how deeply he cares about focusing on the abilities of all people, and he works for an awesome company, Marriott International that just does so much uh, to advance disability inclusion. Um, Aperva serves on, on the board of the USCLN and has really helped our organization really raise our profile um, and to spread the word uh, about um, the abilities of all people, whether it's people as employees, people as customers, people as suppliers. Uh, in corporate America, and we're just really grateful for the opportunity to work with Aperva and his company, Marriott International, uh, to spread the good word about about disability inclusion and how it can help business uh, grow their bottom line. Thanks so right. much, Jill. You're very kind. And you know what, uh, Jill, I want to commend you because Aperva, I don't know if you know this, but years ago, when I went to the BLN, I mean, maybe a few hundred, maybe. I mean, it was so much smaller than it is today, uh, and not even that at the beginning. And, Jill, you have just really done a phenomenal job. Uh, take a minute and tell everyone, when is the USBLN conference? The USBLN conference is August 21st through the 24th in 2017, and we're in Orlando, Florida, and we're at the JW Marriott Grand Lake, <laughs> which is an amazing property, and um, we're so excited to continue to uh, expand and grow our partnership with Marriott International. Um, they're an amazing partner because they really believe um, in the power of including people with disabilities, and it's people like Aperva Gandhi who have really um, helped elevate the issue of disability inclusion. So thank you. Thank you, Aperva. Oh, it's my pleasure. And it's been a great partnership with USBLN, and it's one we're going to continue um, because I think it's so important that we really highlight uh, great groups like USBLN who are advocating every day of the week, um, Jill and your amazing team, to really help businesses um, see the benefits of inclusion. Uh, not only from a, an engagement perspective of their employees, but also from a customer and market perspective and how to market with relevance and authenticity 
and to also, and when you do that, it also helps raise the profile and the power of the spend of the people with disabilities community. And it's something that we're uh, looking forward to continuing to work with you on. So thanks so much. And uh, it's a joy to, to partner up. Yeah. And I would suggest if you want to go to this conference, you better get yourself booked now. Because last year there were, what, 800 people or something like that? Almost 1,000. And registration is live next week. Almost 1,000. And every year this keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So, uh, usbln.org, is that your website? Yes. Yes, it is. USBLN.org. And Jill Houghton, I just think you are awesome. Uh, keep up the great work, and thank you for calling in. Thank you. Happy Thanks, New Jill. Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And I'm going to tell you, Perva, I went there really like a small group there. Then I go, every year it's being bigger. Big, I think it was the year before they had to turn people away. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I know we were uh, sold out this year. And I think it's really a testament to the hard work on behalf of Jill, uh, USBLN, and frankly, the community and, and the business community, where folks are starting to notice uh, what I would say uh, the power of, of the community, whether it's, again, um, in, in providing a great pipeline of dedicated and engaged uh, workers and employees, but again, people seeing that, hey, there is a, an important marketplace here. Uh, that can also uh, lead to business success in many ways. And when you pair together uh, the right thing, which is inclusion with business success, that is a very powerful combination that gets people excited. And I think what we are seeing now is folks want to learn a lot more about it, and USBLN, frankly, in my opinion, is the place to do that. Yes. Um, Is that why, if you don't mind me asking, what was the main reason that you and the Marriott got involved with the BLN? Well, because we you're find, a member and you're on the board, what was the main reason? I think it's because, you know, or I know it's because we share common goals. Like I mentioned before, Marriott International is about putting people first. It's about respect for the individual. It's about the idea that success is never final. Well, USBLN shares those goals with us. And we find when we, want, when we look for organizations to partner with, we look at those criterias and if we share a common goal. And with Jill and the team there, we absolutely do. And we've, we've, we've had those goals for decades. It's part of our culture. So that's one of the main reasons why we, like, we love USBLN. And we want to make sure we're doing everything that we can uh, to be one with the community, uh, to help elevate uh, Marriott's uh, involvement uh, in the community, but also to help uh, be an example, not through our words, but through our actions. And we're so proud of uh, the Marriott Foundation for People with Disabilities and their Bridges program, which does just that, which helps um, groom and, and identify talented uh, folks with disabilities and help them realize the power of a job and help connect them with employers, not just Marriott employees, but just Marriott folks, but other companies and really help them give the, uh, fill their soul with the power of a job, but also have that opportunity to show everything they have. And, you know, through those examples, job by job or contract by contract, like you like to say, let's sign that contract, uh, we find that uh, you're making uh, a step in the right direction. So it's really important for us. And we find that USBLN helps us uh, reach a great pipeline of associates, customers, suppliers, and potential owners of our hotels. So it was, it was an easy match for us. Uh, well, here we have a question from Ted sure. in Kansas. And the question is, Mr. Gandhi, uh, how do you impact other companies so they change their views on hiring people with disabilities? Well, you know, uh, Marriott's a company of actions. And what we want to do is uh, inspire and motivate through our actions and by treating people properly. So when we take care of our associates, and hopefully uh, you see that when folks check in, you may see someone at the front desk who uh, uses a wheelchair, or you may see um, at, at our call center um, you know, some associates who use special tools to help them be successful. And we're happy to celebrate that success. Uh, we put out a few videos to kind of publicize it, but also we try to show through our actions. And, and if I can give you an example, 
Uh, we recently hosted uh, a good group, a great group of travelers who have disabilities at our headquarters. And what we wanted to do was to show them um, in our super secret innovation lab in the basement. You know, we had to take their names and serial numbers um, before we uh, let them out. But we wanted to make sure they saw some of our new room concepts to give us feedback ahead of time before the hotels are built. And USBLN helped us put that together. Um, but what we, what we wanted to do was to really try and show that businesses, you can get some great feedback and innovative ideas from this community, people with disabilities. And why? Because people with disabilities are, are innate innovators. And why? It's because they have to be. They're operating in a world that may not be made for them. So there are things that I take for granted every day that someone with disability has probably been able to come up with solutions around. And we want to bring that firepower. We want to bring that innovation mindset to us uh, to help us have great hotels. And we find when we talk about that, hey, if that inspires other companies to do the same thing, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. Because over time, the power of the pocketbook of this community is going to gravitate Toward those, towards those companies. And what we find is those companies are going to find new revenue streams and become successful in new ways. And that's a good thing. And by doing that, you end up pulling, kind of pulling up everyone, and uh, uh, this rising tide is going to lift all the boats. Yes. I, I agree with you about that. I do. I agree. Um, so remember I said earlier about this unbelievably, terribly high unemployment rate uh, for people with disabilities, is absolutely staggering. Right. So what's your opinion? Why, why do you think we still have to deal with this discrimination today? Well, you know, what I'd like to see happen is that we in the community um, continue to move with swagger, as I say it. You know, it, it, the time is over for begging for a spot at the table. We have the right to be at the table. And part of that is being able to articulate what the value business value of our community is. And let me give you an example. You know, we uh, did a study here at Marriott. Uh, we have a, a group called Talent Network Teams, and we put together, it's a great program of folks who kind of come together because they have an interest in trying to solve a problem. And what we wanted to do was to figure out how can we better the experience for travelers with disabilities. And what we learned through there, to answer your question, is that there's been a spend of almost $35 billion over the past two years of travelers with disabilities. It's been about 20 million trips, uh, 20 million travelers, and about 40 million trips. And what we found is also that 10% of travelers spend $200 or more a night on hotel rooms, and 50% spend about $100 or more per night on hotel rooms. Well, when you know those facts, we need to tell people about that, and we need to show people what when they discriminate, what that does to their business. Why, why, is, why is discriminating such a bad idea? Why would you turn away from this significant business value? We all know it's, well, we all should know that it's not the, it's the wrong thing to discriminate. But again, when, when you show people the power of the pocketbook and how it can impact their bottom line, I think it's very important for people to understand that. And that is another way amongst other avenues, whether it's government affairs or whether it's legislation um, or policies, I think showing people the power of the purse helps ward off discriminatory feelings in some ways. And we still have a long way to go. Uh, success is never final, but that's the way we look at it. It's the right thing to do, and it's the, it's the right thing also from a business perspective. So I hope that the community, you know, whatever industry that folks may be in, understand your numbers. Understand the value you bring to the table and talk about it. Mention it. Make it a part of what you, your elevator pitch uh, because it can be very valuable to how people view you, but also your value and also to the community. I hope that makes sense. It does. It does make sense. And I believe that the more uh, people see this as a business value, you know, it's not a charitable act. Right. It's not pity. It's uh, a business decision that when you hire people with disabilities, there's a good return on investment. You know, people don't quit. People have high retention. Uh, people, as you alluded to earlier, Aparva, think outside the box. 
you have to think outside the box. When you have a disability, you know, like, is there access? How do I get there? Mm-hmm. What if I'm a person who is deaf or blind? You're always having to think outside the box. So there's so much you can bring to the business world, but just what you said about the buying power. Right. I, I, I mean, totally that, agree. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, we're all in a competitive marketplace. Uh, all of us, no matter what industry uh, you're in. So if whenever someone has an opportunity to reach new revenue streams, it makes good business sense. So we should go after it just like we would any other business stream. And uh, one, and it's also the right thing to do. So that's a, that's a great combination there. And when you said about then people have a tendency, you know, to purchase there, as I told you earlier, from years ago, when in the first got in the disability community, uh, I would always hear about the Marriott. The Marriott, you know, that they're uh, good toward people with disabilities. And, and it did have an impact on me. And I'm sure that, you know, when you see companies, for example, hire people, mm-hmm. well, then you see people like you. Right. And, and so, of course, that has an impact on you. But I hope any businesses listening today uh, would listen to Aperva. You know, he is executive at the Marriott. But everything he's saying, I so agree with. Because remember, it's not charity. It's business. Now, it just so happens, it's also the right thing to do. But you hire people as you would hire anyone. Why do you hire someone? Right. It's because they can contribute to the bottom line. It's just you've got to get over separating, oh, but they have a disability. You have to focus on the ability. That, that's exactly right. And think about the innovative mindset that people bring. You know, that is such a buzzword, right, innovation, but it's so important. We're in a global economy. You know, people in California are competing against people in China and, and, and all over the world for new ideas and for new ways of doing work. And I find and I feel that people with disabilities do bring an innovative mindset to the table uh, and a different lens on things that um, may be new and interesting to companies to learn, understand. And if you don't bring that into your company, you could be at a disadvantage uh, as you compete globally. That's for sure. All right. Well, with that, we're going to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us. We're talking to Aperva Gandhi, Vice President, Multicultural Affairs from the Marriott International and a disability leader. This is Joyce Bender. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back everyone. Happy New Year. What a great show, because we're talking to Aperva Gandhi, 
Marriott International Vice President Multicultural Affairs and a disability leader and business leader at the U.S. BLN, the United States Business Leadership Network, uh, and a parent of a child with a disability. That's why he's also got this firepower going on. <laughs> uh, and Aperva, we are so happy to have you with us uh, today on the show. I wanted to ask you, for businesses listening to the show today, what would you say to them? What, what would you tell them, mm-hmm. companies that have not been hiring people with disabilities? Well, you know, what I would say is look, look at the community holistically. The first thing I would say is come to the USBLN conference, uh, as Jill mentioned, uh, upcoming this year. Uh, I think she said it was in August in, in Florida at the JW Marriott in Orlando, Grand Lakes. Uh, if, you, if you are just want to start dipping your toe and understanding more, that is a great first place to go. Why? Because you can kind of check out a lot of different areas there. You can see uh, about hiring uh, associates with disabilities, seeing the great talent, uh, hearing the kind of Shark um, Tank-like competitions and and really identifying and meeting and talking and shaking hands with folks who could be new folks uh, to work in your company and see what innovation they bring to the table. You can also learn a lot about how your company can market to and do business with people with disabilities and those communities and learn how to do it appropriately and properly um, and what those revenue streams might be about. You can learn about how to bring innovation and bring new technologies into your company to help it um, help your product or service be relevant to everyone. And then also you can meet a lot of small businesses along the way who can help you uh, innovate and bring new services that you may rely on or need into your company. And many of many big companies or small companies also believe in the idea of supplier diversity and ensuring that they are doing their part to bring economic empowerment to all communities. And the USBLN conference is a great place to uh, learn about that and also just you know meet some great people and have a lot of fun at the same time. And uh, I would love to meet all of you, too. So I would say that's the first thing. The second thing is when you're looking at hiring folks, again, as we mentioned before, focus on the abilities, focus on what they can bring to the table, and I believe that you'll be really pleasantly satisfied and your expectations will be exceeded, um, not only with your return, but also just with the loyalty. Yeah, and uh, I so agree because, you know, um, I – own Bender Consulting Services. We were founded in 1995. We are a for-profit company that focuses on one thing, employment. Employment and uh, a new learning product that we have, training product that we've released. But no matter what I say to people, it won't have, it will have an impact, but a really powerful impact for the naysayers are talking to another company. When you talk to another company, it takes out the, oh, yeah, well, you know Joyce Bender does this for a living. I mean, it takes that out. Mm -hmm. It's huge corporations like the Marriott and uh, Northrop Grumman that are up there, uh, Walgreens, talking about we hire people, and this is why. And you can talk to a Perva or Steve Pemberton or uh, Bob O'Hara or anyone you want to talk to and ask questions while you're there. But to me, a business talking to a business is very powerful. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And if I can just share a great story from this last conference, you know, Northrop Grumman was there, and they, they really had a, a great presence there. And they actually extended, I believe, seven or eight hires on-site uh, to new employees there, which was uh, really impactful and a great story and a testament to what I would say is the type of talent this conference, the USBLN conference, brings together for a big company and a respected company to say, hey, we see some great talent right now, and we don't want to waste any time. We want to offer, put offers out there right now. It is really fantastic. And if you see great companies like Wells Fargo and all of their supplier diversity work uh, and Walgreens and, and a lot of other great companies show up and really get involved and also have a great opportunity to um, show off their brands, frankly. Um, you know, when, when Comcast comes and shows some of the great technologies that they have, people notice. 
people notice that. And, you know, the next time when they're looking to make a decision, they may pick that company. And uh, that's a, a great benefit as well. So I think it's really important for uh, companies to, to, to look at groups like USBLN and attend conferences like this um, to kind of understand what it's all about. And then as you get more comfortable and see, you can also talk business to business and understand uh, you know, how to go about it in a way that works for you. There, and there's another thing. You, you mentioned about, I mean, that hiring mm-hmm. of those students, wow, that had such an impact on other companies that people said, that's it next year. Northrop Grumman will not get to hire all these people. That's right, um, exactly. It, you know, comp- competition. It's always this good. This is so good. It's always it's good. It's so good that it would do that. For sure. No, it, it was a great thing, and I really commend Northrop Grumman for their work there. Yes. And number two, you mentioned about small businesses. Here we have certified disability-owned businesses when you were talking about supplier diversity right at the USB on So, you know, you, you can find a certified disability-owned business. You can hire people. You can be educated. You can That's have right. a good time. And certainly you can learn from these other companies. So um, I think that's definitely a great way to get started um, because, as I said, it's powerful when it's business to business. It really is. It really is. And we know when I see you know, some of the top names in, in corporate America, Walmart, Comcast, North of Grumman, um, Marriott International, you know, big companies attending, it really makes a statement. You know, it really shows that uh, if you're not there, you're, you're kind of missing out. <laughs> and um, as my kids say, you don't want to have FOMO, which is fear of missing out. And uh, it's, a, it's a great opportunity to, uh, to, to be a part of something really important and critical to business success. You know, small businesses are the backbone of this great country. And when they mm-hmm. get an opportunity to show their where and show what they can do, it, it's really uh, critical towards the advancement of the nation, but also to this community. Uh, Economic empowerment solves a lot of problems. Not all problems, but it solves many problems. Uh, Perva, we have a question here from Dan in Florida, and the question is, what advice do you have for a young boy with a disability in high school that believes he won't have a chance because of his disability? Well... First thing I want to tell you is you do have a chance, and you have a great chance. It's not going to be easy, but you have a lot of people here to help you, and a lot of people here to help you do this for yourself. It's about understanding uh, the value you bring to the table. It's about tenacity. Uh, it's about, you know, really, um, it's the same advice you might give to a lot of people, which is knowing your stuff. Um, knowing um, your value, to, uh, what you bring to the table. Uh, it's about making sure that you've done all the things you need to do, but it's also about asking for help and asking for the right help. What you want are people who are going to help you succeed, but are going to help you do it. So the focus is, is you. And it's not about charity, like you said before, but it's about uh, helping to guide you along the way so you can achieve your goals yourself. And I, uh, you know, it, it, when I hear folks feel that, you know, they have no, no hope, that that hurts, you know. And what I would like to do is encourage all these businesses to really take a step towards um, encouraging their communities, encouraging uh, people that they may meet to um, really stick to it and um, don't give up because there are a lot of great folks who are here to help you. And, and frankly, I would tell that, that young student, um, learn about – USBLN, frankly, because there's a great opportunity through some of their youth programs and things that they do for um, kind of scholars to learn about networking, learn about professional development, learn how to make your pitch. And it's not going to be easy, but you know what? There are a lot of people here who want you to succeed. Uh, And that would be some of the uh, advice I would give. And if that uh, young gentleman, Joyce, wants to reach out to me, please feel free to give, uh, give him my information. I'm happy to help. You know, Perva, the person we were talking about, and you said if they need yeah. help to give you a call, um, I want to also mention to that young person, there are so many of us out there 
you know, you, you don't know that, but there are so many of us out there, people with disabilities, young people with disabilities. I would highly suggest you go to aapd.com, the uh, American Association of People with Disabilities. Uh, I, would, I would go there because they have big youth groups. See, I always tell people, go to other groups so you can meet other people with disabilities and say, hey, I'm not alone. You know what I mean, Aperva? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's strength in the community and also there's comfort in the community. You can talk to people who may have gone through a challenge that you're facing now and, you know, folks can learn from each other, but also networking is so important. And um, I I think it's all a positive thing where uh, if you go and meet other folks who uh, might be in in your same shoes and um, could offer something to help. Right. I agree with you. Well, a perv I was thinking, you know, look, you, you have accomplished so much in your life and you have all this passion and, you know, kindness. So it comes from somewhere. So I wanted to ask you who your role model is. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for your kind comments. Um, I mean, it's very clear to me my role model are my parents, uh, my mom and dad. Um, you know, they came from India um, in the 60s. My dad came over with seven bucks in his pocket and um, essentially from India and essentially through my parents' hard work, love, sacrifice, um, they were able to change, uh, change my life and my sister's life um, and give us a, a slice of the American dream. I mean, you know, it's a slice of heaven. And... Uh, you know, they did it in a hard time in the 60s. And, you know, they basically worked really hard and took a lot of different opportunities and and moved around a lot and taught us some great of of, of empathy and, and hard work and struggle. And I could never repay that. And uh, that's why they're, they're my role models. And, you know, I'm very blessed. I I feel like I was born on third base, as they say, but I, did, I know I didn't hit the triple. My parents did, and I'm able to stand on their shoulders now uh, because of their, uh, their sacrifice. So they're, they're definitely my role models. Can you imagine not only coming here with only $7, yeah. but as you mentioned, in the 60s, oh, my goodness, yeah. Yeah. which I lived through. Um, you know, I can still remember as a teenager the riots, mm-hmm. Watts riots, and everything that went on, and of course the, you know, Civil Rights Act. I mean, they they were here during a tough time. Yeah, they were. They were, and they were in certain areas of the country where it was a little tougher than others. So, um, you know, but that that made them really strong, and 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 is a real testament to uh, their success. And I'm really, my mom's passed now, but I'm really proud of. Uh, uh, both of their success, and it still influences me daily. Right, and I guess you know the meaning of perseverance and work ethics. Definitely. They, they bless me with uh, that, that knowledge and, and empathy. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just a wonderful, wonderful story. Thank you. Well, now you have, as I mentioned earlier, uh, when I asked you this question about role model, accomplished so much already in your life. Like when I read your bio, it's unbelievable. Um, so my question is, what would you say is your greatest accomplishments? Well, I, it's, it's nothing compared to what my parents have accomplished. But, you know, personally, I'm really proud of my family, um, you know, my, my dear wife and my three kids. And I'm really proud when I look at my kids and, and you know, seeing how they think about things and, and how watching them grow up, it's, it's a real joy to do that. Um, I think professionally, um, I think being able to advocate for others who may not have a platform to advocate from is something that gives me great joy and kind of fills my soul um, because we all know that um, you know, not everyone has the same opportunities as others. So I feel really lucky that I, what I get to do every day is advocate for those folks and also do it in a way that shows um, empathy but also business value. Because I, as I mentioned and I keep mentioning it, that's the kind of special combo that I think can really um, lead to success 
and lead to change. Uh, and, and being able to be a small part of that, a really small part of it, um, has been, um, I feel, something I'm, I'm proud to be a part of. And I think also it's, it's just meeting such great folks like yourself and Jill and the team at USBLN or in other groups, whether it's the LGBT community, African Americans, veterans, Latinos, Asians, um, women's groups. It, it's just been a, a, a real joy to, to just get to know so many great people. And they've helped me uh, learn a lot as well. Well, you are a gift to them also. Thank you. You're you very really kind. are. And before I ask you the last question, Aperba, I want to thank you. I know how busy you are. Uh, I, I first want to thank you for taking time to join us today as our guest, especially to start off the new year. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. It's, uh, I'm always happy to do it. And the second thing is I want to thank you as a woman with a disability for everything you are doing uh, to help us, to help us gain employment and quality of life and fight the fight for us and take time, you know, at the BLN to really be a force. Uh, I, I, I really appreciate everything you do. Thank you. Well, you know, it's... Uh, I really appreciate you telling me that, and it's, it's just part of our culture of, of unity and putting people first. And again, that means putting all people first and respect for the individual. And I want to thank you, Joyce, for all the great work you do because, you know, you're, you're getting contracts signed. You're getting people placed in jobs. That's kind of the behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't see, but that's the stuff that makes differences. It, it really changes people's lives. Uh, giving them the power of a job like we do with Bridges, but also helping businesses see the value and signing contracts. That's where the rubber hits the road, and that's where change happens. So uh, thank you for everything you're doing, Joyce. It is my pleasure. Um, Aperva, do you have a message for our listeners today? Well, you know, I would just say for folks in the community, um, as I mentioned at the conference, we need to move with swagger. We have a spot at the table. No one should be doing us a favor. It's a spot that is, is, uh, we've earned. And by having a spot at the table, it's important we use it wisely. That means knowing the facts about our community, what the value we bring to the table is in terms of innovation, in terms of the power of our wallet or pocketbook, in terms of the abilities that we bring. Um, it's important for us to keep advocating, and I would say we have to advocate one job, one contract, one vote, uh, or one purchasing decision at a time. And if we, if we can all do that, I think we can make a, uh, continue to make great change. I agree. I agree so much. And um, I want to say that at Bender Consulting Services, <clears throat> we have a theme every year that we try to live throughout the year. And I send a quote every month to current and uh, former employees of Bender Consulting Services in reference to our theme and with a small learning tip. So here we are starting out the year, and our theme this year is impact. And when I was hearing you talk, I'm thinking, okay, you're an example of impact and the impact you're having. Uh, so I want to share with everyone listening to the show uh, our quote to start off the year. And it is this, a life is not important except in the impact it has on other lives, said Jackie Robinson. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Join us next week as we talk to Jeremy Shapira, Giant Eagle. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. 
We know that you're looking for more. You want a more fulfilling life and don't know how to free yourself from the proverbial rut. Tune in to Wake Up and Listen with co-hosts Don Burnett and Dr. Don. With engaging discussion and some fun too, Don and Dr. Don will help you bring harmony into your life, improve your relationships, release those fears, and get you unstuck. Wake Up and Listen can be heard live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a pet parent? If so, you'll want to stay up to date on the latest tech gadgets and advances for your canine or feline friend. With a ton of apps, websites, tech toys, and more, you'll want to be in the know when it comes to the real treasures and the duds. For that information, listen for Pet Lover Geek with host Lorian Clemens. We test and discuss what's hot and what's not on the pet front, so you'll be better informed. Tune in Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 